This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield with Wealth Puzzle Radio. And as always, I got my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, it is a exciting day, my friend. We are going to be talking taxes. Now, I know I just saw you perk up there when I said that. And so... <laughs> Hot diggity Exciting dog. stuff. Hot topic. Taxes, taxes. schmaxes. Hey, they are a hot topic. Come on, man. This is an important part of retirement planning. Well, and you we're headed keep into your taxes. tax season as well. So, Well, you got that going for you too, yeah, right? Yeah. So taxes, schmaxes, my Why friend. Why are taxes so important when it comes to retirement? Let's jump right into <clears throat> well, this. Well, what do they say? They say, what, death and taxes, the two sure things in life. Right. So- Maybe that's why they're important because one way or another, you got to deal with them. Yep. And some people deal with them proactively and some people deal with them reactively. You know, they just pay the taxes that they're due. They don't think about it. No rhyme or reason. I mean, heck, Tony, you know, what's weird is if I go back to, in the good old days when I, you know, first started going to school to be a financial planner and I wanted to be a CFP and you're taking classes and you're learning things and reading books. In the old days, it was weird because everything they talked about, like when you were going to do an income plan in retirement, mm -hmm. was you start with the least things that have the least opportunity to grow and the least taxable. You know, that's the money you start with. It's easy. It's safe. There's no taxes. It's nice. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's funny because over the years, after many years of doing this and being in practice and reconsidering things... I do almost the polar opposite, my friend. I would say for many of the income plans I create, they focus on taxable distributions up front. Wow. It's funny. Yeah. Opposite day. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. So, yeah, I know all these accounts, most people's retirement accounts are tax deferred. So that yep. means they don't have to pay money uh, our taxes on the money that that's going in during their working years, like uh, into their 401k, things like that. Right. And I think a lot of people see that as an advantage because uh, the money the money can grow. You put the whole thing in. It doesn't have to be taxed. So all that money is growing and right. and you're working. So you don't want to be put in a tire, higher tax bracket. I think that's the thinking. But uh, at the same time, the last time I want taxes is when I don't have my regular income to count on and I need that money in retirement and then I have to take it out and yeah. all of a sudden I have taxes. You know, what's funny is, well, maybe I should start with the precursor. Everybody's situation is unique and everybody's scenario and goals and situation, everything is different. And so we have to be conscious of that. Someone who makes an extra high amount of money, you know, if you're making a half a million bucks, mm -hmm. this conversation is going to be fundamentally different to you than someone who's making $50,000 yeah. of how we start to organize and coordinate all of these benefits. But Tony, you did the first best thing, buddy. You brought up the first of three tax buckets. Now, look, everybody, when I have them, you guys should come in and see me. You should come to my tax workshops, whatever it is. 
because I'm going to try to discuss something that looks 10 times better on a whiteboard, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to describe a a theme. I want everyone to just close their eyes and float off into tax land. Unless they're driving. So that we can talk about, (laughs) unless you're in a Tesla, right? That's true. I heard you can can nap in those things. (laughs) I don't know about that. The um, but hey, Tony, you brought it up, right? The first bucket, it's tax deferred money. So this is money that you don't pay tax on. You squirrel it away, and then it becomes taxed at ordinary income rates, as if you were still working when it comes back out. So what are some of the obvious things that go into the tax deferred bucket? You got any guesses, Tony? One of the first things that goes into the tax deferred bucket. Yeah, like what kind of an account would be? Boom! You nailed it right off the top, right? The 401k, IRAs. Traditional IRA. Traditional IRA, yeah. 403b. Yeah, so pre-taxed IRA. Oh, my gosh. I can't even keep up with you. Oh, yeah. dude, calm down. But you know what are some other interesting tax-divert assets that people don't think about? What about a pension? Ah. Would that be tax-deferred? Yeah, you've been, you've been accumulating it, your working career, right? And then they finally give it to you. And how is it taxed? It's taxed at ordinary income rates the same way a 401k is taxed. Interesting. Yeah. Social security has some strong caveats in this too because any portion of your social security that is taxable, which is its own conversation, is taxed at ordinary income rates. So I always look at tax deferred bucket, not just being the money at the bank, the money at the brokerage firm that you always look at and think about, but social security and pensions, they go in this column too, man. They got rules, they got guidelines, and they got ordinary income tax associated with them. Whee. Yeah. Right? That's a, geez, that was a lot to cover on just one thing, and we could probably spend more time hammering well, it. Well, sure. But, but for the sake of reality, let's continue down the tax bucket hole here. Okay. Any idea of any other taxable buckets, Tony? Uh, that are tax deferred or taxable? Well, so now we... Okay. Oh, you, Dude, I'll tell you what. Stop looking at my notes, man. I hate when you <laughs> lean over and do this to me. I'm supposed to be the smartest one in the room. So we just covered tax deferred. The next tax bucket that people commonly have is taxable. Now, instantly, everybody is confused. Like, what is this stuff? So stuff, stuff, your stuff, your saving or investments you have for that you're going to use later in retirement. uh, What's taxable? uh, What what do you put in that's taxable? Like a Roth IRA? no, well, kind of. What do you mean? I, I would view a Roth IRA as a tax-free asset. That'll be the next thing oh, we I talk see, about. I see. But in the taxable bucket, it's what are the assets that are taxed as you go? Remember, your 401k is not taxed as you go, but your bank account is, right? right. If you earn a little bit of interest, don't you get a 1099 yep. at the end of the year saying, oh, you're so patriotic, please pay some tax? So money markets, CDs, non-retirement stocks, non-retirement bonds and mutual funds, so any investment that you own that's not in a retirement account generally is a taxable account. And more often than not, it's taxed at, well, I don't want to say more often than not, it's all the same, but it's taxed at capital gains rates. Now, there's a difference between short and long-term capital gains, but the whole concept of the tax structure is completely different than the tax-deferred bucket that is taxed at ordinary income rates, right? Right. So we've got two buckets. Right, everybody's falling asleep that's listened to the show so far today. <laughs> I so, don't think so. so may, look, when I was in the army, when they started to see people drooping in class in boot camp, they'd make us all stand up and you know do jumping jacks and push-ups and all this. Maybe that's what we should start enacting here. Is you know, thirty-second aerobic exercise to just 
get our bodies moving again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Well, we're talking about Ooh. taxes. It's a, you know you got to get worked up for this, but it is important. Uh, what I am, I'm, I'm fine. This is awesome. I'm fired up. <laughs> well, it's important. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so in its simplicity, tax deferred money is taxed later. Taxable accounts are taxed now. So your bank accounts, things like that. And then there's another bucket of money, the third bucket of taxable money. That's your tax-free money. And so now, like you said, Tony, what was the one thing you said? Roth IRA. Yeah, your Roth IRA, your Roth 401k, municipal bonds are tax-free. Certain types of life insurance are tax-free. So you have another bucket of money that's tax-free. Whew. Okay, so we, we just hit the three major buckets. I gave you guys an hour's worth of information in like seven minutes. Um, I mean, you do a you whole know, workshop on this where you really help. I mean, you dig into it to, so you can yeah. the people can understand the strategies behind this, which is really right. helpful. Uh, obviously, right. you can minimize that tax burden quite a bit, and that's the goal right. here, isn't it? Right. No, you, you've, you've nailed it, and this is what this is all about is – Remember, my focus is retirement income planning. And so I need to understand the nature of these assets when building a retirement income plan because we don't want you to get a bunch of money in and then put it all out to the tax man, right? Right. It's all about your net income, what you're keeping and how it works. And so, number one, we need to understand the nature of these three buckets. The nature of the beast. The nature so of the So we have buckets, tax deferred, taxable. Which, which is known as tax later. Yep. And then we have taxable. Tax now. Tax now. And then we have, what's the third tax-free? Which is tax never. Tax never. Tax-free. Yeah. Sounds good, yeah. huh? Yeah. I don't like the word, I don't like the, I don't like the word tax, but when you add the word free at the end of it. <laughs> it feels better it, for it's you? It's a lot better. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Hey, anyways, for all of our listeners, though, maybe we'll do my little infomercial here. This is Mike Mansfield. I'm with the Lind Group. We're located here in Ventura, California. We focus on retirement income planning. We help our clients time their social security, build income plans, understand the tax nature of it, plan their taxes, all of that good stuff. I'm a registered investment advisor, so we help people pick the appropriate type of investments to support their retirement income plans. So if these are things that you have questions about, if you're concerned about your tax liability that you have, you know, whether it's in one of these three buckets, because it is, then give my office a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Otherwise, visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And remember, Mike Mansfield, right smack dab in the middle of Ventura in California, can't miss us all right yeah and you are listening to the wealth puzzle with our host michael mansfield i'm the co-host tony shore and mike we're talking about taxes and you talked about the three buckets tax deferred tax now and tax never Mm -hmm. and i love the sound of that tax never uh bucket that sounds good to me but um there are different accounts to put get your money Mm -hmm. in those different situations and there are strategies involved now how do you, obviously this is a big part of what you help your clients with it, but you work alongside CPAs as far as, uh, when it comes to tax advice, right? Yep. Absolutely. We work with our clients, CPAs. We actually share a wall with a CPA firm and I actually have an in-house tax specialist that helps our clients. Anytime that I come up with a genius tax planning idea, I bounce it off of my tax specialist in office that helps my clients with tax returns, tax preparing. 
So we've got the taxes covered here at the Lynn Group for you. Absolutely. Wow, I think that's great. Now, where do you want to go from here? Obviously, it's important to have a plan in place to deal with taxes mm -hmm. in retirement, right? You're totally correct. And so what I do with these three buckets, Tony, is especially when I'm in front of somebody and I could show this to them more visually, you know, I've got the three buckets here, tax deferred, taxable, tax free. I've got all the underlying assets listed under them, you know, the 401ks under tax deferred kind of stuff. And what I ask people to do is I ask them, why don't you go ahead and circle the things that you own? Do you own a 401k? Circle that. Are you getting a pension? Circle that. Do you want social security? Circle that. Do you have a bank account? Circle that. Do you have a life insurance policy? Circle that. And so what I have people do is I have them circle the assets underneath each bucket. That way they start to see where is my money? Is it in the taxed deferred accounts? Is it in the taxable or is it in the tax free? And then what always becomes a very interesting part of the exercise, Tony, is I say to people, okay, now that we understand where your money's at, I realize this is difficult. I realize it's challenging. You kind of got to close your eyes and think about it for a second. But why don't you write on top of each bucket, why don't you write the percentage of income in your retirement that's going to come from each one of these buckets? And guess what happens, wow, Tony? what happens? More often than not, people write a very large number over the tax deferred bucket. You know, oh, yeah. 70, yeah. 80, 90% of their money comes from the tax deferred bucket. Yep. A little comes from taxable and even smaller, more often than not, comes from tax free. It's kind of interesting. Wow. Now, granted, it's kind know, of the opposite relative, thing I'd want. <laughs> right. So, you know, if I was to ask the listeners, you know, let's have a, a silent quiz. Everybody raise your hand right now if you think tax rates are going up someday. I'm raising my hand. I don't, all right. <laughs> no, it's a, you're not supposed to say that. It was a silent thing. <laughs> the, um, you know, every time I ask someone that question, everybody thinks they're going up. Tax rates are at a yeah. hundred year low. We have a massive national debt. Taxes are probably going up someday. So if we understand that our retirement is baked around the idea of it being highly taxable in the tax deferred tax later column, well, that's a consideration, right? That's something that we need to think about. Right. And so this is what I generally lead into retirement income planning because there's a lot of things to consider. Like, would it make sense in early years, as I mentioned earlier, to take heavier taxable distributions? Maybe you need the income for yourself, or maybe we're converting it to a Roth account, or we're converting it to life insurance, and we're moving it from the tax-deferred account to the tax-free account and or the taxable account. But can we basically trickle down potential tax liability into more favorable asset classes through a retirement plan? Yeah. It's the magic million-dollar duck question. I say that. Do you remember that movie where the duck laid golden eggs like from the 70s? <laughs> Like I, I, I had it a dream a about it. I swear too. it was. And I was just like one day I'm like, Whoa, what was that movie? I got to make my kids watch that. It just came to me one day. I think totally it was forgot just about it. Dollar duck. Right. So Crazy. I need to find one of those. Yeah. Oh man. So anyways, tax liability. Oftentimes I think in people's retirement plans is a byproduct of what a planner does. A lot of people love to sell you stuff. Hey, you bought a stock. Hey, you bought an annuity. Someone sold you something to use in retirement. But how often did they actually go through and build a formal tax efficient plan where you understood how to distribute these assets 
as efficiently as possible without overpaying taxes. Because remember, once again, everybody needs income in retirement. More often than not, we're on that fixed income. And if our taxes get away from us, that can be painful. You then add something like inflation to it too. And you could have some double-edged swords here really beating you up pretty hard Yikes. down the road in, in, in retirement, yeah. Bill. But hopefully your kids are rich and they'll take care of you. <laughs> well, that's always a plus. And it sounds like some people could end up with a ticking tax time bomb, so to speak. Absolutely. In, reti- Absolutely. in retirement, they could explode on them and they could have all these taxes due. Well, and that's what much of the planning is about, Tony, is it's all the subtleties nobody thinks about. For example... If you retired early at 62, let's say, get on early social security and all of that, and and you don't have to take out a mandatory distribution out of your 401k until you're 72, and let's say you didn't need the money, so you just defer, 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 all of a sudden that mandatory distribution per the IRS is, is big. It totally throws that ticking tax time bomb right at you, right in your face. It blows up. It shoots your taxes up. It messes up everything else. And so commonly taking distributions early can make a lot of practical sense. The other thing, oh my gosh, nobody thinks about is Medicare income penalties. See, oftentimes, once again, people not understanding their tax liability with their retirement accounts defers certain things, suddenly creates too much taxation off of their retirement account, their 401k, their IRA. And mysteriously, now they're paying extra Medicare Part B and Part D premiums which is, I call it a penalty. They call it a tax. I just say in general, it sucks. Yeah. So those are all planable things more often than not, you know, and people just don't think about it. It becomes a byproduct of, well, I don't know. My guy sold me a mutual fund and it's cool, you know, <laughs> but there's, there's no purpose to anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you have to have a plan, not just, uh, yeah, invest your money here. It'll, you know, right. You know, history shows it'll grow. And then people think that's my plan, but that's not going to cut it, especially in this day and age when you have so many things uh, to come into play, uh, like like right. taxes and healthcare, et cetera. And you have to have a yeah. plan in place. No, you're spot on. Yeah. So it's a tough one, but that's the uh, that's the the three bucket tax conversation for the day, my friend. Yeah, and so there are solutions, there are ways to minimize that tax burden and plan ahead. For the taxes in retirement, I mean, it's the like any good boxer will tell you, it's the punch that you didn't see coming that gets you. Yeah, well, you know, and everything is, it's all planable and being aware of it, right? I Look, it's one thing if you know it's coming, it's another thing when you didn't. So <laughs> I think these are easily planable things. But give me a call, 805-500-7035, 805-500-7035. I'd be more than happy to walk you through a retirement income plan and help you understand tax efficiency with doing that. Visit my main website, thelindgroup.com. So reach out to us. Here, I got one more funny oh, thing, Tony, just, right. to, just to keep Little, us keep us going okay. here. Uh, here's an article on CNBC. Student debt is over $1.6 trillion and hardly anyone is paying off their loans. Oh, that sucks. You know, and it's true. You know, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Um, national average student loans is a little over 30,000. I find that ironic because the national average car sale last year was 35 grand. So, you know, people can't pay their student loans, but they can sure afford a new car. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
well, this kind of was highlighted to me the other day as I had some people come in uh, and they brought in their adult daughter who just graduated from college. She was in her, I don't know, early mid twenties or something. And mom and dad were so proud of her for graduating college with a degree she'll never be able to use that um, they bought her a new Audi A6. Now, I didn't wow. ask him how much the car was, but that car is at least 50 grand. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and then it was funny because they spent about 30 minutes of the conversation with the daughter and me essentially complaining about the $41,000 in student loans that she had and how is she <laughs> going to pay them and how can they get rid of them and walk, you know. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what a weird analogy to what I keep talking about is. Mom and dad will buy you this declining liability asset that you justifiably shouldn't have when you don't even have a job because you can't afford the service on it. Um, but but you're still trapped on your student loans. Yeah. What a sad situation. Oh, crazy. Anyways. Crazy. Uh, that's welcome th- to America. That is a good point. I mean, but there are those who struggle to do both. If they have both, it's too much. Well, and that's, you know. you know, and that's, that's okay. I have no problem helping people in need, but it's just an in- interesting situation when you see a lot of these consumer trends, you know, a lot of young people are out buying new vehicles for more than their own student loans. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, they that's... should drive the jalopy for four years yeah. until, you know, they pay their student loans yeah. off, but don't tell them that. All right, my friend. Hey. Hey. We appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Certainly reach out to me, 805-500-7035. I would love to build a retirement income plan for you, make it tax efficient, help you understand all of these things, help you make good investment decisions. That's what I'm in the business of doing. So give the Lynn Group a call. And otherwise, everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.